two, a new season of Unclassical. It is a new season of Unclassical, yes. yes. I'm Marsha. And I'm Katie. And I'm back in the driving seat, which feels really weird. What was the last book I did? Little Women. Yeah. Seems like ages <sighs> ago. That was in the thick of lockdown. Oh god, it was, yeah. So, yeah, we have wrapped up Rebecca, and this week we are looking at the Theban plays, starting off with King Oedipus. Now, Katie, do you know... Sexy. Very sexy. Do you know who wrote, <laughs> who wrote the Theban plays? No. Marsh, I think you're found you read this. You're telling me who wrote the Theban plays. Why... Why are you trying to expose me for not paying attention during my drama degree? <laughs> Although, okay, so I was about to completely like bastardize the, the pronunciation. So Sophocles wrote it, but I was about to say Sophocles. <laughs> <laughs> Have I told you about someone I knew who called Persephone Persephone? <laughs> and it, it really used to grind my gears every time I was like, I'm fucking Persephone. I remember reading a book when I was young uh, and there was a character called Penelope in it and me like saying to um, our grandma, being like, who's called Penelope? Penelope, I mean, it doesn't flow off the tongue, does it? And it, and it was really like near the end of the book. I remember every time I read it, I'd find it really jarring and almost, because I was quite young and lose my like place on the page because it'd be like, and Penelope, fucking Penelope, it's a really ugly name. <laughs> and then I like, said something to my grandma, I was like, yeah, Penelope. And she's like, Penelope, darling. I was like, oh, Penelope. That's really lovely. <laughs> well, Sophocles. <laughs> Was mm. an ancient Greek was an ancient Greek tragedian, which just makes means he wrote tragedies. Um, who knew there was a term so, for that? So, yeah, <laughs> I thought is that not what we call modern day depression? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, I'm not. I don't have depression. I'm just a tragedian. I, I, I think you'll find him a tragedian. How <laughs> to say tragedian? Oh my god, I'm adopting it. It's Look. the best thing. It's the best. Look, depression isn't funny, everyone. <laughs> I'm a tragedian. <laughs> don't make I a joke that. of it. I mean, but, oh my God, if, if they had you comedy like this, I mean, what are you meant to yeah, do? You know, I'm only human. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> let us not forget that modern day patriarchy was kind of built up in Greece. Uh, so the foundations were put there to sort of make it grow into the wonderful thing it is today. So obviously... So- Mm. Maybe there's a connection here because in the ancient Greek, like statues and everything, they're all. Di- uh, I I say this very much a joke. You've got a small penis. I'm sure you're a lovely person. <laughs> I'm sure you got a great personality. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they're all obviously depicted with being small dicks, aren't yeah. they? And it's because having a big dick was considered like vulgar and brutish and animalistic mm. and everything. And they were like, oh yeah, a small dick actually means you're really intelligent. <laughs> and it's like I think I think you still had small dick syndrome when you started the patriarchy, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> Actually, it's really desirable to have a small dick. Keep telling yourself that, is sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, I keep doing this because I'm like, it's a really mean thing to say because it's like the equivalent basically being like, oh, you've got a flappy fanny or like, mm. oh, you've got small tits. It's like, it's really not cool to say. But every time I, because like I live on a road, like, well, obviously everyone lives on a road. I live on but... a road with a lot of small dicked men. And <laughs> I don't like Well, em. apparently I do because they just like rev really loudly and every I... time I'm like, oh, I've got a small dick. And I'm like, <laughs> it's a really mean thing to do and I can't drop the habit. So if you're listening, to this and you're not a patriarchal piece of scum and your penis is small i'm sure you're still satisfying women because you probably understand that women can orgasm good for you well done you're way ahead a lot of your kind 
Yeah. Well, that was great English. Anyway, um, so yeah, he's a direct product of um, patriarchal thought. So he thought men were strong, women weak. And he thought the real thing with Sophocles is um, he thought yeah. everyone should have like squeaky clean morals and do as the God says and be very mindful of them. And if you're not, well, fuck ya. <laughs> Your fuck ya. end is coming. Your end is coming. So would you like to know some quotes from our dear old Sophocles? Just to give you a bit of an idea. I bet they're not so squeaky clean, are they? Mm, well, but mm. per his morals. So, yeah. children are the anchors that hold a mother to life. So. <laughs> Before this, me and Marsh were just talking about like having kids just sounds like the fucking worst. It's fucking worst. They are the anchors dragging the mothers down in life. For yeah, like, a lot of people, I'm sure yeah. they would say. I'm sure um, if you like your kids, they're a joy. But yeah, yeah, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it was a great choice. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, obviously very strict gender roles with that one. Another one yeah. is rather fail with honor than succeed by fraud. So again, the morals like be good, and that's better than just being successful if you're not good. Anyway, with without labor, nothing prospers. So only good things come from hard grafting. Success. This is like, it's like the play hard, work hard, play hard. And it's like, burnout isn't good. You're it's burning not good. out, you need to sleep. I don't even think he's playing capitalist- hard. He's, he's starting the, play, the capitalistic agenda. Yeah, see, this is what I've got to say about this in a minute. So the next one is success is dependent on effort. So I was like, obviously strict gender roles. And I was like, and he would have been a massive fan of capitalism. Yeah. Or maybe he wouldn't because obviously he's been brought up in a society where there's a very strict hierarchy he was born into quite a wealthy family and everything and was very very privileged so i always have like this slight problem like when you see a privately educated white man it's like i've worked for everything i've got in my life you know like hard no, you gra- fucking haven't. yeah and they're like at the end of the day you've got a graph for it and people that don't can't complain that they don't have anything i'm like you can't say that when you've come from such a point of privilege literally and he, I was like, like it would no mean idea. so much more someone saying like oh i just really appreciate hard work and getting what you work for if they were working on a zero hours contract whilst desperately defending their right to have like disability allowance or something that's someone yeah. that you'd listen to like really you think that hard work is a good thing and that you know you should graph at everything in your life even though you've come from like a place of like being so much further behind than all these privileged cunts who are just like you should work for yeah. what you want in life because then you'd listen but i can guarantee you there are people yeah. there saying that you know it doesn't just come down to um, the amount of effort you put in in life so literally I'm always very very suspicious when uh privileged people are like at the end of the day you just got a graph for it is that all you have to do? You just have to graph it. Is it? Is Funny it? Is that, that? All, it, all it is? But it's also like this, like, I mean, you know, you see it so much in America, the idea that they think healthcare is, isn't a right. It's like, I, like, I'm not, I am not here to make people money. I am not here to have to pay money to other people to just be alive. Like, yep. I fully believe that there should, like, you know, it you shouldn't have to pay for things like food like mm. basic survival things sh- like you should either have like because we do live in a capitalistic world mm. you should either have like a basic in like basic income that you just get for not having to work for just to be alive like mm. you don't have to work your basic to be needs alive. should be met exactly like you don't owe any you don't owe your life jack people jack shit we think we were talking about this the other day maybe i was talking to james about it um about that you get these places and they're like, oh, you get um, part of your pay is your food. And it's like, no, that's not payment. That's necessity. That's not a thing. Like, 
Mm, I, I'm going to pass on that one and say, oh my yeah. God, I was looking at, sorry, just a little random rant. I was looking at mm. um, different um, freelance copywriter roles earlier today. By the way, if anyone listening wants me to do some freelance copywriting and pay me, yo, hit us up. Um, anyway, um, uh-huh. <laughs> they were asking for um, an intern level with one year's copywriting experience. I was oh, like, fuck you off. want an intern with a year's experience? Do you fucking understand what an intern is, you cunts? Like, literally, no. and like every every single graduate job, it's like, do you have three years experience in the industry? Fuck no. off! I was like, you I'm can't, a graduate. I was like, you can't ask for any experience if it's an intern level job. I was tempted because um, it was through like a job site, so I couldn't like message mm. them directly. But I was half tempted to apply just to fucking lay into them. but they're all like there's so many Mm. jobs like that and it's just it's so frustrating like literally all like when i was before i was looking for work and it's like you know i have a degree admittedly not a very useful one but still (laughs) i have a fucking degree yeah and it's literally like but do you have like five years experience in the industry and it's like no i was Mm. at uni getting experience there which you apparently don't credit yeah which you don't want literally like no i just have all this debt Right. <laughs> Please help me pay some of it off, or don't keep your um, you know, salary beneath that like, sweet spot. And uh, don't worry, it. I always will. <laughs> it's fine. Oh yeah, that's just reminded me. I got a really angry letter off um, student finance the other day. I am not going to do anything about that. Moving nope. on. <laughs> Moving on. Bye. <laughs> so. The Theban plays are three plays, and we're going to mm-hmm. kick things off with King Oedipus. Now, sexy. Before we get into the play, Sophocles has kindly written like this kind of overview of what's been going on to set the scene, and it's very useful. So we're in Thebes, which was founded by this guy called Cadmus and his mates. Now, Cadmus was absolutely buzzing. He was like, we've got this area, we can like grow our own community and like run it the way we want. And I've got my busy mates here who are all going to be wonderful. And then this dragon swooped in and he gobbled up all of Cadmus's mates. Shit, <laughs> I it's know. a bad day. And Cadmus was like, Empty chairs, empty tables. <laughs> my friends will sit no more. Oh, my friends, my friends, the dragon came from on high. And at this point, the Cadmus was like, fuck that dragon. I'm going to fuck him up. And he did fuck the dragon up. And so he killed the dragon. And the gods were Excellent. like, fair enough. Dragon was a dickwad. Do you know what you want to do, yeah. Cadmus? And the Cadmus was like, what? And they're like, bury his teeth in the ground. And Cadmus is like, well, you know, you don't defy the, wills of, the will of the gods. Let's bury some dragon yeah. teeth. So he does that. And <laughs> instant- Is this where mountains come from? <laughs> no. <laughs> Instantly, a tribe, it uses the word tribe, of giants, very violent giants, spring up from the ground. And they're all pissed off and angry. So all the giants start killing each other. And Cadmus yeah. is like, this is a very confused plan, my lords. But um, yeah. They all start killing each other until the most savage five remained and they all pledge their allegiance to Cadmus and they become the founders and fathers of Thebes. And like, do you really want violent giants in charge? <laughs> like, I mean, I'm basing my knowledge of giants from Harry Potter where it's kind of like they are just brutal killers. Yeah. That's and kind that's of... just kind of their vibe. Yeah. So it doesn't really come back to that, at least in this play. I should say... 
Um, so not all of Sophocles' writing has survived. And apparently each one of the three plays in um, the Theban plays is part of like another four, which we don't have. Oh, so right. they might have gone into it more in other plays, but it doesn't really come up again in this. How interesting though. Like, sorry, mm. nerd. But I just find that so interesting that there's just like so much that we just don't know because it's just yeah. been lost. And it's yeah. Just like, wow. There could have been so many happened. more plot twists. Wow. Mm. So interesting. I have to not think about it a little bit because I get a bit like existential crisis-y like when you think about but what is there outside of space <laughs> yeah i love it so like i it's just mad like how little we know about like cavemen and before mm. that even because you know we didn't write down our history like like maori history is all passed down for like um verbally like yeah, through storytelling and it's just like obviously so much of it gets lost and you're just like wow wow interesting so so so, wow. so yeah so I, I suppose I can also say if there's ever a plot hole in this, it might have been in another play. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Cadmus starts off the royal lineage of Thebes. So a few generations on, we have Laius, who um, is, was born a child, as people tend to be, and grew up to be a king. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the king thing's cool, but I, 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 the child bit, I was, that's, I was kind of expecting that. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of. Given, it's a uh, thing in it it's like um when people say i'm expecting a baby and it's like well yeah you're not expecting a cat <laughs> like um i don't feel you have to you know specify the baby bit if it's not a baby by all means specify and uh, dear god um <laughs> yeah like i mean like what what else could it be <laughs> like you didn't so just, need to a carrot <laughs> i was gonna say can i have it i do not want a carrot that you birth no no you, I, I'm okay you, it's just like it's just it's a weird phrase isn't it yeah like expecting a child okay like why what else might it be <laughs> like I, I got that bit so um Laius is king and uh, he gets married to Jocasta and they have mm. a son together but um <gasps> Apollo's oracle- was it a child it was a child, a male Shit, child, or, or a, a child with oh, male... Were they expecting a child? They were, they were. Yeah. Well, oh, the thing was, they cool. were expecting a child. They weren't expecting um, Hellspawn, and Apollo's <laughs> Oracle is basically... Maybe that's where it comes from, while they were expecting a child. This <laughs> fucker turns yeah, this fucker. Well, basically, Apollo's Oracle is like, that baby is a wrong one. And it even says, like, um, this um, prophecy might have even been made before um, the child was born so like that baby in you is gonna be a long and i haven't even birthed him yet he's a long and i can sense it so right. well to be fair i have i have been feeling really shit with this pregnancy so you know yeah. what i think you're right i think you're right it's a little devil in there so um yeah. they're like well why is he a wrong and the oracle says he's destined to kill his father and marry his mother to which they're all like ah. okay yeah but <laughs> that's pretty gross so, when she's birthing him, she's like, I bet you like it down there, don't you? You uh, sick bastard. You sick bastard. He's stuck, I bet he fucking his little perv. <laughs> honestly, like, giving birth and being like feeling like sexually assaulted by your fucking child, like, that's like the worst. That's, that's the fucking worst. Just no. No one should no. have to go through that experience. You send you send that to Hellspawn. You send him out of here. <laughs> you get well, you get ev- you get the hell out of here. Everyone is like gross. Bin it. So um, they have Bin the baby, it. and they decide to have the baby killed. But yeah, um, there's like this vibe. Um, so the gods have predicted that this child is going to grow up and do all this heinous stuff. And um, his Can parents just say something. Well, so did they say this to his mum and dad? Like, oh, it's gonna he's gonna kill you. Oh, that's fucked. And he's gonna marry you. 
Do I get a say in this? I don't want to marry him. This is the thing. Okay, so um, they're so obviously they've made this prediction, and there's this kind of yeah. so his parents are like, "Gross, we'll have him killed." You know, avoid this. And there's this vibe like, "Oh my god, these arrogant mortals who think they can defy the will of the gods, like thwarting their plan by having the babies killed. They'll find out that you can't defy the will of the gods." Like, so you want me to just keep him around and marry him <laughs> because like, it's your so- will. And it's like, I'm sorry, but we're meant to look up to you guys. Yeah. Fuck you. You're, you're fucked up, you lot. You're wrong like, in the head. Sorry, is this just a game of Sims to you? <laughs> this, is, this is my life. This, this is my life, man. You're fucking with it. I, don't, I, I love my husband. I don't want to marry my child. That's really dark. And also, going like by, you know, oh, you're defying, you're showing disrespect to the gods by trying to, like, you know, show them that I they think, were wrong. I think in the there. gods are showing disrespect to me. To me. But also, like, so you're showing disrespect to the gods because you're kind of like saying, oh, you were wrong because this isn't going to come mm. to be. Isn't killing your child like the biggest like mark of respect to the gods? Like I believe you so much, I'm going to sacrifice my child. It's in the literal Bible with Abraham and, Zy- and Isaac. So I was like, Yeah, isn't this isn't isn't this before the Bible? It's before the Bible, but in terms of like showing like your um, allegiance and belief yeah. and respect to the gods, like look, you I know killed what? They're a bunch of contradictive twats. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, I mean Abraham and Lincoln's look. <laughs> Abraham and Lincoln. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's the same person. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Abraham, Abraham and Isaac. Like, I mean, yeah. that's the biggest contradiction ever. Like, kill your son. Okay, now nah, I'm just kidding with you. What the fuck was that, Dad? <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I'm just trying to see if you do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you were totally going to do it. Don't want to do it. Just Don't kill you. you. I'm just fucking with you, man. God, you had to oh, kill. That's your son. Oh, God. That's your own babe, man. <laughs> you is fucked, man. He's fucked again. Hey, you asked me to do it. I don't think I'm going to do it. You're weird. You're crazy, yo. You're crazy. You're so crazy. Oh, my God. I'm totally going to tell your wife. She's going to be so mad. <laughs> You're in so much trouble, man. Anyway. <laughs> like, you suck. <laughs> you suck, man. So, and uh, at that point, Abraham was like, he is a gracious and good God. I shall spread his good word. At that point, I'm like, fuck you, you sadistic cunt. But anyway, whatever. Sure. Um, this is the problem with the fucking bar. There's so many points and you're like, I'm sorry. When are you the good guy? <laughs> Literally. What do they call the God in the Old Testament? Like um, a vengeful and Prick. wrathful God. And like, he sounds nice. <laughs> he sounds lovely. Sounds yeah, really he really conjures up that image of like, you know, the guy with the big white beard being all nice and forgiving Warm and everything. Warm and caring. Oh, it's yeah, nice. I just, I just get such a good vibe, you know? <laughs> Anyway, so his parents are like, Obvi, we're going to have this wrong and son killed. But um, I don't really want to be burdened with that. I don't want to do it myself because I kind of feel like, you know, oh, I feel a bit guilty killing my own son. So we're going to get a shepherd and we're going to tell him these very specific instructions. He is to take the child to a mountainside and pierce his feet with iron pins so that the child may not crawl to safety and leave him there to die. Because if I just tell him to do that, I won't feel guilty. But if I was to do it, I'd feel really bad. So letting the child... I mean, it'd be kinder just to smack it, like, against a wall. Literally! (laughs) That's just torturous. I mean, you should... I mean, you know ideal situation you shouldn't be killing any babies but yeah but at least do it know, quickly which comes to shove yeah like at least it's like sadistic it's a baby they're very fragile pick it up by the ankle one quick snap and it'll be done yeah. <laughs> casual how to kill a baby with katie <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not saying i've thought of three <laughs> okay 
I feel we need to remind everyone that Katie used to work at a nursery and handle babies every day. Yeah, that's when I perfected the technique. <laughs> so, hey, I didn't do it, man. I'm just saying you're going to do it. Do it right. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, at least my way, no one fucking suffers. Like, it I mean, is true. Obviously. I mean, the baby if, if you were going to choose to be murdered in one way, which way would you fucking choose? True, true. So the shepherd um, is like a bit fucked up. You know, the king and queen asked me to do this. Fair enough. So he takes the child out. Can you fucking imagine if Queen Liz was like, yeah, will you go kill this baby? Like, no. But isn't there a whole thing with the royal family? It's Queen Elizabeth's um, cousins. They're dead now. But yeah. um, they were kept in like that in, mental like... institution. Yeah. Like kept away and everything. And there was that other kid, Bitch. like the boy generations before he had like epilepsy and I can't remember. Um yeah, so Royal Family's not so squeaky clean either. There do uh Oedipus come up and <laughs> Hey, that's Prince Andrew <laughs> But then they got away with that as well. Yeah. Oh my god. Sorry, just a bit of you know, like mm. it just cause it made me angry. Obviously like all the stuff that went on with Meghan and Harry. Yeah. And then one of the newspapers being like, the biggest scandal to ever hit the royal family. And it's like, sorry, it was the whole paedophile thing, not a bigger issue. Really? <laughs> Literally. Really? Where, why is he not in prison? And Why is he not in prison? And also, isn't it just so fucking telling about the kind of people around us that they were more upset at the idea of a white person being accused of being racist than an actual act of racism being carried out? It's yes. Like, well, you can see where your fucking loyalties lie, don't you? <sighs> Just cunts. Cunts as far cunts. as the eye can see. Cunts. 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 Like, better off out um, and Harry pr- and Meghan. And may Prince Philip rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> me and Katie aren't royalists, but um, yeah, I'm sure. sure you figured that. We're about as much of royalists as we are, you know, hardcore Christians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, I love that guy. Uh, yeah. Real nice guy. <laughs> Real solid guy there. You real uh, that was a good path yeah. with him. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway. So um, after the shepherd has pinned um, Oedipus to this iron thing, um, he's like, "To be fair, I've just nailed a kid's feet. It is a bit fucked up on reflection. I don't think I can go through with it." So um, he's got like this mate who's a labourer from this town called Corinth, and he's like, "Look." I've been asked to kill this baby and it's a bit it's a bit above my pay grade to be honest. Can you just take him with yeah. you? And um the labourer's like After he's nailed his feet, like oh, that's when you realise like Yeah, yeah it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> Can you um, you know when like you have like because obviously you don't do this stuff in real life, but you know when you have like a really horrible dream, like that you squeeze a kitten too hard or something and like in no, the dream. No, but lol, just... this is telling about you. <laughs> I had one the other night. I had a dream the other night. Sorry, I'm, I'm a white girl, so I'm going to tell you all about my dream. It was really gross. Yeah. <laughs> I dreamt that I had this cat and it was fucking savage. Oh, yeah. Like, it kept biting me and not letting me go. And then I kept coming back for more. Like, And not just so I could bite, it was proper like tearing at me. Mm. So I punched it Fair. and I punched it too hard and it went into like spasm. And, and I was like, oh my God, I really fucked you up and I didn't mean to. I just wanted you to get off me. And the thing is, like now when I explain it, I'm like, I was totally justified in smacking that cat. Mm. But in the moment, it was just like, Ugh. It Poor felt cat. so guilty. Yeah, because mm. I want to hurt it. I just imagine like that would be like nailing. I mean, but a, a million times worse. Like, how? I mean, I don't like children, but you can't hurt them. The baby didn't attack him either. Wow, well, I was probably doing something annoying. He was it thinking was about it. <laughs> so, 
Like, I don't like kids, but you can't hurt them. You, you can't be nailing them to things and you... leaving them on mountains. It's a bit fucked up, I was right? about to say, you can't be nailing anything. You can nail wood. Yeah. That, that, that's... You can nail your wife. Yeah, you can do that. Your consenting wife or your consenting partner. You can do that. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Not, not, not children, um, Shepherd. Not children. Not, not, not kiddies. Never <laughs> kiddies. <laughs> so the man from Corinth is like, yeah, I'll take that, baby. That's... um. That's a terrible thing to have to do. <laughs> like, and you have this kid that I nailed uh, holes in its feet. Oh, oh, yeah, yes. I'm taking it away from you. Give it to me. What's wrong with... Okay, your king and queen asked you to do this. Okay, I'll take it. Um, I'll take it and we're moving away. Far away. Far, far away. Do you know, I don't know if he knows it's from the king and queen, but anyway, yeah. He's like, yes, I'll take this poor baby. So yeah. this guy from Corinth, he's like a servant to King Polybus from Corinth and King Polybus and his wife can't have children. So obviously this guy mm. is like, no, 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 Just don't look too closely at the feet. Yeah, just don't, just don't look at the feet. Um, so he's like, would you like this baby? And the king's like, yes, of course I like the baby. And get this, I shall name him Oedipus which uh, means swollen foot in commiseration for the baby's painful treatment. I dab thee with a feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like growing up, it's like, you, I mean, you just gave all the bullies so much fuel, Dad. Thanks. <laughs> you just gave them the nickname, like, oh, it's swollen foot. <laughs> all right, swollen foot, you're going to hobble over here. Oh, slow down, everyone else. Swollen foot's lagging. <laughs> Those you can. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, this is where the queen comes in it's like you know that's the thing I, I said about us not being able to have children mm. I just don't think you're cut out for fatherhood. <laughs> yeah literally I have called him swollen feet because look at his fucked up feet <sighs> there's a reason you weren't meant to have kids mate yeah like <laughs> clearly this isn't the one for you can you imagine the labourer like giving him the baby like he's been treated terribly I shall call him swollen feet oh god maybe you don't get him either <laughs> Like, oh, for fuck's sake, guys. Guys, it's a literal child. Leave him alone. Is it so hard to find some nice parents around here? Like, literally. I think you should have just stayed with this guy. Literally. Oh, my God, you should. Um, so Oedipus grows up in Corinth as a prince, and he believes that King Polybus and his wife are his real parents. Um, so, okay, this bit's a bit stupid. So Oedipus hears the prophecy about himself uh, but he thinks it's um, referring to King Polybus and his wife. So he flees Corinth. But I was like, when you heard the prophecy, it was like well known that it was made to the king and queen of Thebes. So didn't you know who the prophecy was originally made for? And then, you know, you could have figured out your real identity or be like, it's not talking about me because the king and th- king and queen of Thebes aren't my mum and dad. So yeah. Bit of a plot hole there. Maybe it's in one of the other plays. But Maybe. <laughs> so, so, um... Yeah, uh, Oedipus is like, fucking hell, I'm not going to kill my dad and marry my mum. I'm out of here. So he just runs away and is like, I'm never, ever going to go back there. No, we're gone. Um, So he starts running and he arrives in Thebes, where it's absolute fucking chaos. By the time he gets to Thebes, King Laius has been killed by some traveller along some road. And there's just like this sphinx waltzing around being like, answer my riddle and when when people can't answer their riddle they're like and i'll kill you <laughs> and, um, so it's causing sounds like a great night out <laughs> 
just like, calls hey, in. Hey, hey, they're really drunk. Ask them your riddle. Ask them your riddle. <laughs> ask them, ask them. Them. Kill them. That's really rude. In this, it doesn't say what their riddles are. And I was like, I wanted to go. I wanted to see if I, I got it. I want to know, yeah. Because I, I like the one from Harry Potter. <laughs> say what it is. Oh, that's a challenge, isn't it? All right. What creature lives in disguise and tells naught but lies? Yeah. What is the middle of middle and end of end? Now tell me the sound often heard in the search for a hard-to-find word. And now string them together and answer me this. Which creature would you be unwilling to kiss? Is it spy? Duh. Uh. Yeah. Spider. Um, it's a good one. Let's pretend that's what she's asking people, and people yeah, didn't we're like, know. Yeah, we got it. Now let's go and have cocktails. <laughs> let's go have Theban cocktails. It's good to be fabulous. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be great. <laughs> so um, everyone's like freaking out. Everyone's dying, and Oedipus rocks up and is like, "Ask me the riddle, bitch." And um, she asks him the riddle, and he answers it, and like just destroys the Sphinx's fat of power. So he's like a spider, and she's like, "No." I don't know, kind of dissolves or runs away. I don't know. <laughs> She's like, how humiliating. I like the image of her running away. You know when like a cat like tries to do a jump and they fuck it up and they're just running away like, didn't happen, didn't happen, didn't, didn't happen. happen. Didn't happen, didn't happen. I'm going back there. He totally got it. It's so humiliating. I'm going to have to think of a harder one. <laughs> so everyone is like, what a great guy. Take him to the palace. And it says, because he was such a wise and resourceful and mostly peaceful man, apart from one outburst. Mostly. Mostly, apart from one outburst, one time on a road somewhere. But shush, 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 we don't talk about it. He was a peaceful man. Um, that once Ain't that, that just fucking, I mean, I, I realise, you know, he's Greek, but still. Ain't that just fucking white male privilege all over? Yeah, literally. Oh, one discre- indiscretion one time. God, it's fine. But then, but then if a woman were to do something like that, I'd be like, shit. He's crazy. Like, oh my god, he was violent like one time. It's fine. Oh, she um had sex one time. Fucking slat. Slat. <laughs> so yeah, brilliant. Uh, hey, and we can see how the patriarchy was fortified oh, hello, here. Oh, patriarchy! Uh, I see you growing. Just stay Stamp there. on it. Stay there. Stamp on it. Quick. Kill it. So once at the palace, um, everyone's like, he's wonderful. Just lol, marry the old king's wife and start making babies. And everyone's like, to be fair, sounds like a brilliant idea. So that's what and they do. And she's just there like, again, do I get a say? I don't really think so. But um, yeah, she she was, well, it doesn't say what her views were on it at all. So again, by She's like, a woman. She has no opinion. Exactly. She's by a vessel. Old, old representation. Like, well, why wouldn't she be okay with it? He was a wise man who had just saved the city. So of course she welcomed him with legs wide open. That's what women yeah. do. Yeah. Vessels <laughs> for our penises. Like, oh, I'm so glad you explained that. I, I thought she might have you know, had some problems with her last husband just dying. But okay, fine. Whatever. I'm glad you cleared yeah, that up. fine, yeah. So... Life carries on for 15 years in peace with um, him and Jocasta making babies. Um, do I need to explain the dynamic? Oedipus has obviously returned home. Um, his dad's dead and Jocasta is his mama. And they are making babies. Yeah. Yummy. Um, just to like, clear that up, just in case. So um, life carries on with Oedipus and Jocasta all happily married, making babies uh, for 15 years. And then the gods are literally watching from Mount Olympus like, Ew! Oh my god, do they not know? Gross, Apollo, Apollo, I thought your oracle was meant to warn them. She did, but oh my god, you would not believe how much they have fucked this up. Ew! Ew. What, what do we do? I can't watch. I literally can't watch. I can't watch. Why are you watching? I can't look away. I can't look away. <laughs> I can't look away. It's, it's so intro. Literally, it's a game of fucking Sims to them. Yeah, literally. Like, oh my god, did they just have another baby? 
yeah, they have four now. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so, being the lovely benevolent gods that they are, um, they decide to rain pestilence and famine down on Thebes, and they were like, Let's "We'll just starve the bastards." Literally, they're like, "It's so gross, sir. Let's just." push them all to the edge of extinction and then you know if they all die at least within that the gross people will die so i feel better if we just killed them all rather than you know run the risk of the gross people being alive sound good to be yeah, fair let's just kill them it's, all. Li- it's literally a thing isn't it when something like grosses you out like i don't know i don't know you find like one slice of moldy bread and the rest is fine but you're like the whole lot has to go in the bin because fuck it all yeah get rid of the whole loaf yeah great fucking logic I mean, yeah. but sometimes it has tainted the whole loaf. No, that's a very bad yeah. idea. Okay. <laughs> so, Food um, wastage is real. <laughs> it is. So um, all the people of Thebes, including Oedipus, are like praying to Apollo for light and healing in these terrible, terrible times. And so this is just like the overall description of what's going on. So the play actually starts here and Oedipus is chatting to a priest and the priest is like, you didn't save us from ruin before for us to go out like this. You must save our city and keep us safe forever. Be the king of living men, not emptiness. I'm so sorry I had a fucking chat with a overhyped cat one time. <laughs> Leave me alone. This is the thing. I know he's the king, but it kind of seems like a group effort thing to me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, look. I just chatted to a cat. I don't know why you think I'm so great. Like, literally, I just, like, you know, through my references in life, I'm quite well educated. I just knew the riddle. Like, I don't know how to fucking cure famine and all these millions of diseases. He's like, look, look, I'm not being funny, priest, but when I came here, you were all terrorised by a tabby cat. I had to come in and be like, that's not a sphinx, babe. That's a cat. And you all called me a fucking king. I just sprayed it with some water and next thing I know, I'm fucking king. Like, it, it wasn't. You saved us from a sphinx. It was a cat! <laughs> you just go, and they run away! Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> so, then Oedipus, Oedipus is fucking annoying. He's like, um, my heart bears the weight of my own and yours and all my people's sorrows. It's kind of like... Like, sorry, but who the fuck are you again? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sad. It's really hard during all this famine and disease living in a really luxurious palace. It is, because I see all of you dying and that's really sad for me. So It makes me really sad. So I actually came here to ask, could when people are dying, could you do it over to the north side? Because mm. I like to look out of the south side window mm. in the morning and seeing all the dying people really ruins the fire. Quiet, yo. Why is it Kuzco? Who's Kuzco? Oh my god! I think that's his name. Emperor's New Groove. I've only seen it like once. Yeah, I'm not very familiar with the character names. But I know it's who you It's literally mean. him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> literally him. So, yeah, uh, Oedipus is like, don't worry. I've sent my mate Creon over to Apollo's place to find out what we should do because um, okay. this is um, all terrible. And as we know, um, Apollo's oracle was the one that's made the original prophecy about Oedipus. So, like, if we don't pull up this thread, Eeds. Awful. So thankfully, in the uh, pursuit of fast plot progression, they can see Creon mm. coming back now. And they're like, wonderful. And the priest says, oh, I can see a bay crown on his head with berries. So that must mean he's bringing good news. And I was like, Woo! one, I bet he looks fabulous. And two, how very useful, like having something you're wearing before you get there. Like, it's good news, lads. Like, okay. Well, that was the thing with the Minotaur, wasn't it? What was the thing with the Minotaur? Do you not remember? The no. when he so when the the dude went over to like slay the minotaur, 
Um, and he left. His dad was like, when you sail back, I've given you two sets of sails. If, if it's bad news and my son is dead, put the black sails up. If he's alive, put the white sails up because I want to know as soon as possible. Yeah. And because he was in there for a while, they put the black sails up or like, he's probably dead. And then he came back out and they were like, oh my God, fantastic, let's go home. Yeah. And forgot to change the sails. So when he got home, his dad was like, my son's dead and threw himself off the cliff and, and he wasn't. <sighs> This is the importance of communication, guys, isn't yeah. it? Like communication and saves also, lives. Like you want us to cha- restring the entire ship? Mm. Yes. Oh. Can you not just wait twenty minutes? Because I was going to say with Creon coming, they're like, "It's good news." Yeah. It's still real far away. Away though. Guess we just gotta wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just gonna have to wait. Have to That's wait. the original loading bar. <laughs> yeah. Just gotta be patient, guys. He'll be here when he's here. Can can we pop the can we pop the the the, bu- the bubbly yet? Or do we have to wait? You have to wait. You have to wait. You have to wait. Fuck. Fuck. Okay. So, um, Creon is arrived. And he's like, right. Here's the crack. Thing. Right. This. This is the answer. I just get the image of him. They're more like celebrating and they're just sitting around like in like awkward silence for twenty minutes. And then he finally rocks up and they're like, yay! And then he's like, oh, can I have a drink of water first? Fuck's sake. Yeah, fuck's sake. I need to get my breath. <laughs> I was going to read this like in my normal style and I realized it's a direct quote and I couldn't quite do it in yeah. my normal style. So this then is the answer. And this, the plain command of Phoebus, our Lord. There is an unclean thing born and nursed on our soil, polluting our soil, which must be driven away and not kept to destroy us. So Oedipus is like, cool. How do we purify the unclean thing? Everyone's looking around like, you it's not me i always said he had bad i'm like shut up (laughs) shut up man that's not what they mean shut up shut up shut up up. (laughs) Um, is like the banishment of a man or the payment of blood for blood for the shedding of blood is the cause of our city's peril and oedipus is like so "Eh." shed more blood yeah literally (laughs) like you think these guards are good people Again, we keep going back to this idea in the history books. We say these guys are good guys. This is Sims to them. They want us to take, to put everyone in the pool and take away the fucking ladder. Literally. Just like, so what should we do with that Oedipus guy? Oh, just tell him to go away. Let's all kill him. I'll kill him. Okay. We'll give them an option. Kill, 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 kill him. Kill, yeah, kill <laughs> so, him. Um, so Oedipus is like, it's been caused by shedding blood. Whose who's blood's already been shed then? And Creon's like, oh, yeah, we had, like, this king, King Laius, before you arrived and he was murdered. So if we find his murderer and banish him or shed his blood, we'll all be sweet again. And um, Oedipus is like, okay, wonderful. We'll, do, we'll just launch a full murder inquiry into this cold case. And um, also, just a quick question. He was your literal king. Why didn't you launch a murder inquiry in the first place? To which Creon says... The, the sphinx with her riddles forced us to turn our attention from insoluble mysteries to more immediate matters. You try launching a murder in crime with a sphinx killing everyone. <laughs> Look, we were fucking busy. <laughs> Again, I'd like to come back to the point that it was a cat. <laughs> It wasn't that hard to get rid of Crayon. But then also at the same time, because of the timelines, we're like, and also the Sphinx was killing everyone. And then you arrived and we made you king. It was literally your call whether or not to launch a murder inquiry. And as you were the new king, might have been a little bit sensitive. I was just like, actually, we want to find out what happened to our old king. I just got rid of the Sphinx for you. Is that not enough for you people? Is that not enough? 
So he doesn't make this point, but it was kind of Oedipus's call. <laughs> but anyway. Oedipus whatever. is like, look, I choose not to look at that matter. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. And he's like, okay, well, whatever. I'm going to launch the inquiry now and we'll get to the bottom of this. So um, Oedipus... I just hope there are no cats there to upset you. <laughs> Let's just hope there's no cats on the scene. <laughs> It's <laughs> more of a so, dog person. <laughs> Oedipus starts looking at the location of where the crime happened, this um, road just outside town, and the possible profile of the la- likely perpetrator. I, but, I just love, like, so we have this cold case. What are you going to do? I don't know. Where did it happen? There. All right. That's literally it. But he doesn't, like, establish a basic timeline. And if he did, like, the most basic thing you do in a murder inquiry, he'd be like, that's funny because I was there when that happened. <laughs> So yeah, um, he doesn't establish that he was literally there when it happened and which would have saved a lot of aggro, but then I guess we wouldn't have a play. So, okay, fine, whatever. Um, So um, Oedipus is like, I'm going to go get a messenger to summon all the people of Thebes here so I can ask everybody who done it. (laughs) So he goes off to summon everyone. And and then we meet the chorus, which is uh, the Theban elders. And they sort of chat about there being death everywhere and how all the gods are bored to see the death god. And um, I was just sort of like, look, man, it's a dirty job, but someone's got to do it. Just yeah, like, someone's gotta do it. Someone's gotta do it. Stop being so judgy. And then yeah, um, judgy. The chorus is always so fucking judgy in Greek plays. So judgy. So Oedipus um, returns and he's addressing all the Thebans and he asks very nicely if anyone happens to know who killed King Laius. And so I feel Just like silence throughout. Like <laughs> this is it. I feel like this sums up the unfounded confidence of men and like him getting more and more desperate. So he goes, yeah. if if any one of you knows whose hand it was that killed Laius, the son of Labdacus, I've done my homework. No, 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 I know who it was. <laughs> I know who it was. Uh, let him declare it fully now to me. Silence. Right. Um, or if any man's conscience is guilty, let him give himself up. He will suffer the less. His fate will be nothing worse than banishment. No other harm <laughs> will touch him. Silence. Right? Or if some alien is known to have been the assassin. <laughs> Was it aliens? Declare it. The informer shall have his reward of me, as well as the thanks he will earn from all of you. Silence still. I think this is a dead end, mate. <laughs> like, look, someone give me something, please. I don't know, maybe it was you. <laughs> so, he goes, but if you will not speak and any man is found to be screening himself or another in fear, I here pronounce my sentence upon his head. No matter who he may be, he is forbidden. Shelter or intercourse with any man in this country over which I rule. So not only shall he not be sheltered, so he's... there'll be no hanky-panky for you. <laughs> but... Oh, man! Just great leadership, just spectacular. Yeah. And also... It's I'm... just like, it shows what men are after, doesn't it? Like, look. I will make sure you never have sex again. Fuck. Also yeah. with no men. And I could just imagine Apollo being like, um, that's not exactly what I requested. I said banishment or blood for blood. Look, look, Apollo, I know my people and I know a sex ban will be much more effective. <laughs> <laughs> look, if they can't get down to the dirty, it's, it's all going to come to the surface. The yeah. dirty will come to me. The dirty will flow my way. I know my people, Apollo. Please don't tell me how to do my job. 
He's like, okay, I'm just going to get the popcorn because it sounds fabulous. <laughs> to be fair. Like, Apollo, why are you disturbing this? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> so um, uh, he says, whoever it may be will wear the brand of shame. 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 And also, he does, it says, and he does not exempt himself from this. And like, come to think of it, it might have been me. <laughs> come to think of it, though, was that one time? Oh, always with the, you kill one random guy on one random road one time and it comes up and bites you in the ass. <laughs> can't even kill people anymore. And then he starts blaming everyone for not looking into the matter before. Indeed, I am surprised that no purification was made, even without the express command of heaven. The death of a man so worthy and your king should surely have been probed to the utmost. Me, that Again, it I'd like to turn your attention to the fucking Sphinx. <laughs> we were busy. <laughs> it was a <laughs> Be that as it may... Now that I hold the place that he once held, his bed, his wife, uh, I mean to fight for him now as I would my own father. Lol. One, he is your father. Giggity. Giggity. (laughs) Two, don't you be judging us for not investigating. He died when you were put in charge. And also... Also... Sorry, uh, you... You're fucking his wife. I fucking judge you. (laughs) It's just like, no one asked you to make the comparison to... You, him being your dad that was a weird jump like literally that was weird That's oh my weird. god so i don't know what song it was because my phone freaked out but i yeah. had like i just had it i had it on random and this song <laughs> came on earlier and it was just like clearly like a love song and everything and i was sort of like oh whatever and then it was like you are my brother um a part of me desires you but oh. i need you more than that so i'll only get it so we'll only get it on if you want it and i was like what the fuck am i listening to the and then my phone freaked out so i couldn't find it and i was like what the fuck was that i was gonna say google the lyrics but man i don't know what you what's gonna come up yeah i i don't really want to i was trying to find it and then i was like you know what i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good, I'm good. I'm good. I, I don't need to know you know that's it's just something just something like that comes on mainstream stuff i'm like um, yeah. I've had Christian rock come up before and that was weird enough, but that's a whole new level. That's... I had another one and like, oh, this was, came on the radio. This was years ago. And it was like this guy being obsessed with his sister and like fancying oh. her and how he used, he used to hide in her wardrobe and listen and to her having sex with her boyfriend. And then no. one day, this is a genuine song I heard. Not It was just sat there like, the, the fuck am I listening to? Yeah. And then, yeah, one time she found him hiding in her wardrobe and then it went, and that was when I had to get it on. And I was like, <gasps> what the fuck? And then I'm pretty sure it was like, and I did it because you look just like your mom. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> just like, how can you make it worse? <laughs> I was like, look, I mean, I'm so invested because what the fuck? But what the fuck? I think I just need to say, like, obviously this is a play about... um accidental incest i would also say accidental why is so much about again in other things that we read intentional incest there's like a thing isn't it so like i hated you but i had a chemistry to you and then i realized that you were my cousin and it was destiny yeah. no it wasn't that's not it, a thing that's 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 just bollocks mate in it <laughs> yeah it's like um 
if biology tells us anything, it tells us that that is not what you're yeah. meant to do. It tells you that that is nasty. So um, uh, they kind of conclude that no one knows anything. And the chorus is like, you could ask Lord, I have no idea how to pronounce this. Tiresias? Tiresias? T-E-I-R-E-S-I-A-S? Tiresias. Tiresias. Um, Tiresias. Tiresias. Um, who is a, <laughs> he's a prophet and Oedipus is like way ahead of you Creon suggested the very same and I've already sent for him twice I'm surprised he's not here already I'm like literally how long has Creon been home? maybe max like three hours a fucking minute <laughs> you don't have class <laughs> so. also but he's a prophet Did he? maybe he's like he should have oh. predicted I'd send him a letter and be here and be here already to be fair, he can't be a great prophet, can he? Um, and I was like, well, he should have foreseen my letter. Is he just summoning him by osmosis? Tiresias, come here. Come here. <laughs> and then, uh, luckily, um, I think he does pop up. <laughs> he was like, look, I, I had a nap and that, and you were just in there being like, come here. Oh, yeah. So, yeah the, um, I came. I came. The chorus is like, it was rumoured that the king was killed by travellers on the road. And Oedipus is like, I know. Oh, here comes Tiresias. And they're like, oh, wonderful. That was uh, timely. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I know it. Um, so Oedipus is like. I know that. Uh, and, oh, well. I did finish doing notes not long after this, but um, we'll start going into it and then I'll wrap up. So Oedipus is like, amazing, Tiresias, so good to see you. Tell me Fair everything God. you know. To which the um, prophet pretty much responds with, um, no, can I go home now? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you come? Because I think he didn't know exactly who Oedipus was. And then suddenly, oh, and then he gets inside. Like, yeah. Good. And it's like, so he's blind. So he literally gets like bled in. He doesn't get bled in. He gets led in. <laughs> Look, just because he can't see it doesn't mean you have to cut him, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Well, Oedipus is fucking like seething. Um, he's like, no, you have to tell me. And um, oh, yeah, <laughs> no. it, it seems you bring us little encouragement. And Teresius is like, um, for you to bear your burden and me mine. Hence, like, look. You just deal with all the shit that's going on in Thebes and um, I'll keep this horrible truth to myself. <laughs> it's like, I think it's I think it's better for everyone involved. Look, I know what I'm a prophet. I know what's gonna happen if I tell you. I'm saying yeah. don't ask. I'm saying do not pull at this thread, Oedipus. Leave it alone, and, Oedipus. Um, Leave it alone. <laughs> and Oedipus is like, You want us to fail and see your city perish? And he's like Kinda. I want to Yeah, he's like, I want to spare you. I want you. to go and- home. I want to go home. I want to spare you and myself. Ask me no more. It is useless. I will tell you nothing. And, um, I mean, it is awkward, but literally everyone is dying around him. So you're like, ah, maybe tell him. Maybe <laughs> so, tell him. He's like, so, you fucking tell him. You tell him. And so Oedipus just starts kind of like being, you're a dickhead. You want everyone to die. You are a dickhead. You're a terrible person. I hate you. I hate you. And um, Teresius is like, you are the cursed polluter of the land. And um, Oedipus is like, how fucking dare you turn this around I'm on me? I'm the king! <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's got fucking nothing to do with me. Have you no shame at all? And do you expect to escape the consequence? And um, Teresius is like, I have escaped. I've said the truth. The truth is my defence. It's you. It's you. <laughs> and um, It's you. Um, and that's pretty much all he kind of says. He doesn't say outright it's because of this curse. He's just like, look, it's you. Um, in sinful union with the one you love, living in ignorance of your own undoing. <laughs> and Oedipus is like, eh? Eh? I don't, 
see how you can pin this on me, mate. <laughs> and, um, like, it's got yeah. nothing to do with me. Got nothing to do with me. Uh, Oedipus mocks him, basically like saying you're blind, lol, in more sense than one. <laughs> and Teresius is like, hilarious. You are pleased to mock my blindness. Have you eyes and do you not see your own damnation? A uh, bit of a foreshadowing there. Uh, those now clear seeing eyes shall then be darkened. Bit of a foreshadowing, you guys shall see. So, uh, yeah, Oedipus is like, if you're going to be a dickhead, you can go home. <laughs> Thank you! Gladly. <laughs> so, uh, so Teresius says this before he um, storms off. Rich now, then a beggar, stick in hand, groping his way to a land of exile. Brother, as it shall be shown, and father at once to the children he cherishes. <laughs> son and husband to the woman who bore him. Father killer and father supplanter. Go in and think on this. When you can prove me wrong, then call me blind. <laughs> Mic drop. Gone. Don't piss <laughs> off prophets. <laughs> Don't piss off prophets. And if you're an actor out there, fucking play the prophet. What yeah, line. literally. <laughs> so even after all this, Oedipus is like, well, I don't know what all that was about. <laughs> all his like courtiers around him are just like, I'm feeling mighty awkward right now. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, <laughs> that was uh, real awkward. <laughs> One of his kids is in the room. It's like, what did he say, daddy? Uh, like, I don't know. just trying shit. <laughs> like, oh, dear. I feel like in this, there's a certain amount of just being like so blind he's like well that's a very uncomfortable horrible truth i don't want to ex- uh, accept that so um that can't be what you meant i literally said you were father and brother to your children what do you think that means i don't know it was a bit misleading i literally <laughs> said mother mother and wife to the woman you love mm. so mm, working like i don't know i mean you could say it more plainly <laughs> you're fucking your mother son <laughs> you're a fucking you're a mother so um yeah I think we could probably leave it there today. That's oh yeah, quite, um, that's, that's quite the note to leave it on. It is quite the note. Creon's about to get back with uh, some more news. Oh yeah, shit's going to go down with Creon on Oedipus. <laughs> so that's where we're going to pick it up next time. Creon comes running in. I have news, sir. I have news. What was it? It was you. <laughs> it was you. Well, that's the thing. Okay, so a little like foreshadowing for next time. So Oedipus is like, that guy came here under your instruction. Um, he just chatted shit. And Creon's like, He's yeah. a very respected prophet, sir. <laughs> like, He's very good at his job. He is renowned for seeing shit as it is. Mm. So they're going to come to blows. So I hope you enjoyed that today, guys. Do a lot of fun. You want to do the plugs, Katie? Yeah, I'll say them in just a minute. Um, I kind of forget mm. sometimes with like Greek mythology where like obviously yeah. this is a play written by a person. It's a play. It's not a factual. Mm. It's not Greek uh, ancient Greek history, history yeah. and I was, a, I was about to be like, I wonder, like, when prophets kind of fell out of fashion and when we stopped, like, actually <laughs> believing, because obviously this was just a real person who was just chatting shit, and I'm like, it's a plague, and it? it's not real. Uh, this is on. a plague, <laughs> but they did legit have prophets that they would like banter, adhere. Do you reckon, like, the prophets were just sort of like, I've cottoned on that y'all bunch of idiots. <laughs> I think they were just poor people, like. Because wasn't there a thing like they'd get um, virgin girls that were supposedly selected by the goddess and they would come and they'd act as prophets as well. So it's probably just mm. this poor terrified girl who's been like kidnapped and being held in this temple. And they're like, and what do you think will happen with my crop? Uh, I think it'd be all right. 
And then like, my crop if, failed. You know, if it fails, I'll have to kill you. Oh, oh, um, maybe some of it will be okay and some won't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you planted it? Is it in fertile ground? <laughs> did, you, did you water it today? Yeah. It, I mean, it looks sunny out there now. Is it something that likes a lot of sun? No, it does well in the damp. Oh, well, we are in Greece. <laughs> uh, maybe grow something that does well in sun. I'd yeah. suggest olives. They're really nice. They're really nice. They're going to be quite the money maker for us, actually. Like, amazing. Yeah. You weren't your role as the prophet. Okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> In with the next one, please. My anxiety is sky high. Because <laughs> I anyway, I, I just I swear I read something about um, or is it in Game of Thrones? I can't remember. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Again, history. History. Um, about um like virgin girls being like chosen by the goddess and everything and being like these um amazing creatures. But when um creatures, because yeah, they're literally not like, not seen as human. But when they yeah. come to when they hit puberty and start um menstruating, they're not allowed to be married anymore, or there's like a stigma against them because it's kind of like um, oh, they were part of the church and uh, they shouldn't like, you know, be besmirched by men. But once they're um of perioding age, they get kicked out of the church. So they can't support themselves. So you're like, it's just Great. a shit all rounder, isn't it? And you can just like <sighs> this is the thing, and it's like you can see that everything was run by men because mm. they were cunts. And yeah. then on top of that, just didn't fucking think anything through. It's like, do you, not, do you not think that maybe you'd have to support her in some way? Or are you just going to leave her? I think it's fine. We'll just leave her. Yep. This is why you see you're not good in these situations because you can't multitask. Also, it's that whole thing like women only have value when they're young and... And useful to men. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's of menstruating age. Like, you know, that would be when in inverted commas you'd be useful because you'd be able to procreate um in terms yeah. of like a woman's function is like to make children but it's like at that point you're no longer pure yeah like, exactly oh, i've started looking at you as you are a sexy young woman now mm. instead of pure little angel child and therefore yeah. i am uncomfortable because i am horny man i am gross and it's like mm. that bit i know i've said it on here before but so reminds me i think you might have said it actually um with daniel radcliffe when someone was like um oh my yeah. god i just can't see you as the romantic lead because i've like seen you grow up in harry potter and he was like y'all didn't have a problem with sexualizing emma watson when she was literally 15 and 16 y'all got on with that yeah. real well Lid, i fucking love daniel radcliffe he's an absolute legend and it was just like <laughs> literally. literally such a mic drop moment like that is very true mm. dan you you hit the nail yeah. on the head with that one yeah stop sexualizing my friends it's creepy <laughs> like yeah fair enough yeah round of applause for daniel radcliffe and he called jk out as well yes daniel <laughs> and and then there was that time that he like he was like I wear the same t-shirt and jacket every day for six months just to fuck with the paparazzi. It's yeah. funny. <laughs> funny man. <laughs> funny. Fair enough. Yeah. He yeah. seems like a decent one to me. Right. Yeah, plugs. I like him. Right. Well, if you have enjoyed what you have heard here today, you can follow us on all of your social medias. Mm. We are on all of them except MySpace. And if you're still on MySpace you need to grow up right. you need to let it go okay you need to let it go I don't know if you need to grow um, up if you're on MySpace like lol how old are you yeah. <laughs> like, like you, you gotta no. let it go man you gotta let it go if you're really young and on MySpace stop trying to be hipster whatever you're trying oh, to yeah. do oh yeah stop it oh just stop oh, it just stop 
stop it now <laughs> but yeah you can find us on instagram on twitter on tiktok as well mm. and on facebook mm. just type in on classical you'll see our lovely faces pop up we'll mm-hmm. be there um and if you want to have a little bit more from us so you get early release to episodes there's some extra content over there and we'll send you some cool shit too maybe mm-hmm. um well we will <laughs> you can also yeah. subscribe to become a patreon over at patreon forward slash on classical mm. And we are there. And there's there's extra stuff over there. It's a pretty bougie to pretty bougie place. I'll be there. I'll pretty cool be there. place. <laughs> we'll be there. I mean, I, if I too. were you, I'd join. It's pretty cool, everyone. And on pretty that note, cool. I guess we'll see. Well, you'll hear us next week. Bye. Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.